Pterodactyl Cart! Yeah. <laughs> Back for another week. My name is Josh DiMatteo, here as always with the not always stiff neck, but today very stiff neck, Jake Eisenberg. I'm really proving my dad's nickname of myself. Correct. Romeo, he started calling me because I keep popping up with toe injuries, neck injuries, just random shit. And from, from no apparent reason, I've, I now have about 45 degrees of mobility and my solution is to drink whiskey um, to loosen it up. Yeah, so the not only is it stiff neck Jake Eisenberg, it could again be tipsy Jake Eisenberg yes, later on. Bear with me. Bear with me. And with us, as always, is for some reason terribly bodgy internet today, Matt Beatty, who's hacked his neighbours. Thank you, Matt Beatty's neighbours. Mm. We're, we're going with the rain, I think. I, I don't know what's <laughs> happening here. I definitely don't have 4K porn streaming on my other lap. I don't know. I'm not too sure what it is, but we have some issues. Yeah, well, that's those good. those like, housemates, I mean. Lucky, lucky your neighbours have hella good internet that gets through yeah. the bricks into your room. Exactly. Thank you, neighbours. Anyway. We're here today because it's been a week. We've had the All-Star break. Uh, there's not been a hell of a lot of NBA action, but there's been news, there's been happenings, all sorts. Why don't we kick off with our only and favorite segment, the Rose Gold Moment of the Week. We've actually got a few options this week. We've got Josh Giddy, who showed out in the Rising Stars game at All-Star mm. Weekend. Uh, I went to the Sydney Kings Perth game at the Kingdom on Saturday, and that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, Xavier Cooks with a huge dunk for the win right at the end. Awesome atmosphere. And Jake probably had the most exciting Aussie basketball, not even really basketball, (laughs) news full stop. Yeah, um, just me and uh, the King, a.k.a. or I guess King. Nick Kudos, a.k.a. The King. Me and him hooping uh, together up at uh, Camperdown Park. Um, yeah, just on Instagram, my my KGV Thursday Night Men's League. Just pop a link in the chat. Like Saturday, 12.30, come down to Camperdown. We're having five on five, three on three. Nick Kudos. I'm like, fuck, all right. I'll check it out. Um, I was nervous too. I'm like, fuck, what do I bring? I got my... Got my my Jordans, I bring my daughter wear a Tatum jersey because I know he's a Celtics fan. <laughs> um, I stopped by the store, store in Vintage Store in um, Newtown pre, pre-event to try and pick something sneaky up. And I got a, nice. um, got a couple of things. I got a 1980s um, Celtics T-shirt from that's like, the, like the, the, the dynasty run. It says DJ all the way, Dennis Johnson. And then I nice. got one of the classic um, Celtics jackets. So I rocked up in my DJ all the way shirt and it's just such a low key thing. And I was saying this before, but there's this, there's this NBA basketball culture where if you're playing, if you're organizing an event, no matter what it is, you want to be achieving, but you want to look like you're giving the least shits as possible. <laughs> so you, I rock up to camper down and it looks like there's not a, no, no event happening. Kyrgios is there just kind of like dribbling around. People are just, casually shooting on the hoops and i'm like all right so i, I chucked my <laughs> chucked my jordans on i brought my ball and i and i, I picked the court that kiros is shooting on and i'm like yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try and sneak in a little celtics chat here <laughs> and I, I you know i'm just i'm trying to knock down some some you know 17 footers you know elbow line extended <laughs> and i'm like mate what do you reckon about the the celtics and we're just having a yarn celtics he's like man they're making a run 
Tatum, he's underrated. I'm like, oh, don't get me started. All defense night. He's probably going to get snubbed for all NBA again. And Kiros is like, mate, you're all over it. <laughs> Best buds. And then um, and I make friends with this Islander bloke who's like, are you here with the five-on-five team? I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm just rocked up. And um, he's like, well, join our team. We've got four. So we sign up for the five-on-five team. And it's Kyrgios plus four, like, really good players. All, so Kyrgios is 6'4". They've got three other six-foot-five plus dudes in their one point guard. And they're the takeover team. And it, so you, you get a team of five. If you beat them, you win 250 bucks. Nice. First, yeah. First to 11, um, threes to twos, twos to ones. You know, you know the drill. And, um, but they're just like, they're throwing alleys. They're, they're doing some All stuff. That, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Some things that I, that I can't really do. Yeah. Yeah. They might know. have even chucked a backdoor cut in there. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, yeah. It's the neck, the neck. If, if, yeah, if it, it wasn't was the, neck. the neck, you'd be sweet. Yeah. yeah. Look, I did, I had, I had two shots, um, missed both, one runner in the lane, in and out. Unfortunate. Damn. But man, my teammates, man, they were not, they were not passing. They were actually pretty good, but they had no interest in passing to me. Um, which, you which were there is to fine. defend. Yeah, I was there to run the floor, and um, and that was about it. Like I was guarding one of the, the the short guy on the other team who was like five ten, five eleven, and like thick. This thick black guy just handles, and he takes me in the post, and he just goes, bang, shoulder dropped in, and I I, I bounce back like three feet, and the crowd's like ooh, so like, and then I and then I I, I you know I brace myself for the next hit. Get a good contest on. He knocks it down. And I'm running back, and I'm like, I should have pulled the chair. I should have pulled the chair on the on the second bump. Yeah, and he, he would have gone gone flying. Opportunity missed. Lesson um, learned. Lesson You're learned. Pick, for next picking time. up defensive cues. Yeah, but so we'll be lost eleven to eight, and good good effort by the boys. But I will say, curious guy can guy can play a little bit. He was knocking down threes. I don't think he can. He can really dunk. Like he, he can. He can kind of like if there's no one around. But he's not dunking in an actual game. Um, which I was actually the night before. I was having an argument with someone. I'm like, I bet you he can't dunk. And in fact, he can't. Um, but yeah, post game, people are getting photos with him, and I'm like, I got to ask him to come on the pod. I'm here. Got to shoot. Got to shoot the shot for the fellas. I'm like, hey man, I know you're, I know you're a busy guy, but I got an NBA podcast. Um, you want to come on, talk some Celtics? He's like, yeah, no, man, that sounds, that sounds sick. Like, I'm like, cool, I'll, I'll just shoot you, shoot you a DM, right? And he's like, yeah, man, for sure. Haven't heard back yet. That's right, we're gonna follow this up. <laughs> Haven't heard back yet. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's in the Bahamas now. Like, he's just, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm, he I'm, is the, the Australian Open Grand Slam doubles champion. Yeah, that's a pretty I mean, big deal. No, he's he's the goat. One point eight million followers. I found out. I wasn't following him. I didn't realize. Um, but yeah, from from literally, he left that event like six p.m. and I'm like stalking the Instagram story, trying to figure out the best time to message him. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. He, he just posted like twenty minutes ago. Oh, this is the time. Message link to the most recent pod. Like, just check it out. And then no response. Next Instagram story. Bahamas. All right, cool. Fair enough. You're like, hey, take your time, man. Your holidays. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that's all right. They, these 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 big guys, they check their private messages from time to time. It's yeah, not, a, not yeah. an all the time thing. Yeah, great job, Jake. Great oh. job. If we, if we, Nick, if you're listening, we would love to have you on. Yeah, we might have to clip this and 
Take yeah, a yeah. minute. Hit, hit Jake back. <laughs> hit Jake back. Come on, mate. I thought you were a man of the people. <laughs> what about the little guy? This is just like the the, the Ray Allen KG beef. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's a good segue. Let's get right into that. Yeah, fucking hell. At uh, All-Star Weekend, we obviously had the NBA 75 presentation, 75 greatest players ever, according to whoever picked this list at the NBA. Um, and, hey, it was it was all right. It was a bit of fun. There was good energy in the room. Lagged on a, a li- yeah. little bit too long. It was a vibe. It was a vibe. Uh, but I feel like I just spoke of a lot. I feel like someone, someone take the reins here. I I said before we started recording, I didn't even really watch it. So like I don't know. I, I just <laughs> Fair I enough. mean we, we knew we knew who was in the list like weeks yeah. before, so it wasn't really like news to me, I suppose. It was it was kinda cool to see I guess the the mixing of certain generations of, yeah. of players mm. and, and that sort of stuff. Like I saw some stuff from the Mav socials where yeah. it was like Jason Kidd and Doncic getting a photo with, yeah. with Dirk and yeah. that sort of stuff is cool. Like I, I think that's an awesome factor about it. I don't know, like you can go back and talk about the snubs, I guess, and some of the guys who either made it when maybe they probably shouldn't have and versus guys who didn't. Like it's, you know, the Dame Lillard one's a bit weird to me as much as I love Dame, like, Oh, really? Controversial. I, I, yeah, I, I just thought that, you know, particularly for current players, you know, Dwight's got more of the resume, right? And yeah. He, he hasn't made he's, it. He's the obvious snub to me. Yeah. We, we might even get into snubs a little bit later. Yeah. But good, on that, like, cool photo point, and I'm a little bit mad at Chris Paul, even though this wouldn't have actually changed what I'm annoyed about, but we had a, we had a Tatum, Pierce, KG, McHale, oh, forgetting one who was the guy on the left was it was a parish i think it was parish and um tatum in the middle and it was just a sick photo celtics legends you know tatum coming up being like didn't didn't feel like i deserved to be in there considering mm. how much these guys have achieved but you know jalen didn't make the all-star game and it would have been sick to have both jalen and jason in that photo together um and Chris Paul, you know, played that two minutes with a broken hand, even though he shouldn't have given his spot to someone else, even though I think it would have been another Hang on, hang on. Rolling back here. You're angry at Chris Paul because yeah. Jason Tatum might have got picked otherwise. No, Jalen Brown. You know, oh, Chris J- Paul Jaylen knew his hand. I mean, Tatum's already an injury replacement for one, so he's just trying <laughs> no, to get no. a second one. <laughs> he's an injury replacement for the starters, mate. Let's just, okay. let's just settle Yeah, down. and he didn't get paid, apparently. Did you see that one? He apparently didn't get paid for it. Well, what? Apparently, what there's some weird contract thing. I don't know. I, I, oh, I'm, no, this no, is no, unsubstantiated, no. but this is this is the All NBA. Oh, is that All NBA? Yeah, okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was on the JJ Reddick podcast talking about how he didn't make All NBA, cost him thirty mil. Oh, yeah, that's it. That, yeah, that, that's a story for another day. Just Paul, son of a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> knew his hand was broken. <laughs> there he was, just on the court. Having a whinge about getting screened by Rudy Gobert. It's like, bro, you're on the court. You know what I did like about that whole NBA 75 thing, though, is that, like, all these star players that we grew up watching, say, like, Dwayne Wade and stuff like that, it was one of the... Like, we look to them as if they're legends, but they were there almost looking like kids looking at their legends. Mm. And, yeah, there was a there was a lot of... I don't know. It's a, there was an innocence to it, like, all these superstars who have made hundreds of millions of dollars just like feeling less than you know and stuff like michael jordan and magic johnson catching each other and 
Prime. You know, yeah, it's, it's it was cool. Yeah, the old, like the peak of the peak, guys. That's like I, I like seeing the Celtics legends, and then like you know the top twenty, top ten, top five guys. Like seeing you see that little video of MJ talking shit to Magic in the locker room about yeah, yeah, like, like playing one on one. Yeah, he's like, let's get our shoes out right now. We'll, we'll play yeah. after. It's like he is dead serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Magic was like, all right, they would yeah. be on. They'll, they'll play. Be, oh my god, that should be the dunk contest. That'd be a cool all-star game halftime show. Legends one-on-one. Maybe maybe some horse. We don't want anyone getting hurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Some Especially of these guys Magic. are pretty like, I, reckon, I reckon MJ could easy play 12 minutes a game. Oh, Magic. Come on, man. <laughs> get like, get him in shape. I don't think Magic has... Also, granted, he's another 5, 10 years older. But, you know. Magic's a big boy, though. He'll still shove you around. There you go. Get him in the post. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Look, Boogie, Boogie just got signed to a full... Contract, surely Magic can you know get in the post. Uh, other highlights from this weekend event, though. Obviously, we mentioned the Rising Stars game and Giddy looking awesome, all that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't know how I felt about the format. I was going to ask you. I feel like you would have thoughts have thoughts on the format. I I was I didn't think there was a problem with the Rising Star format as it was. I liked it. It was like a mini youthful All Star game. And I don't know. I'm, I'm undecided still. It was very weird. I kind of liked it. It's it's like a mini round robin. Yeah, yeah. No, the, that aspect was cool. Like seeing, you know, this team play yeah. and then they hop off and another team play. What do you think? What do you reckon, Beatty? Uh, yeah, I I didn't mind it. I, I thought it was. I like I liked the round robin kind of format. Obviously, including some of the G League guys is a bit. A bit sort of a different direction. I haven't done that in previous years, but yeah. ultimately, like I, I mean, I actually like the Rising Stars out of most of the other events across yeah, the weekend. Sure. It, yeah, it's, it's it's. I mean, they don't really take it that seriously, but at the same time, you're getting a look at at the future of the league in, in that game. Yeah. Oh no, or it's games. definitely fun. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you got Jay Sean Tate going like full Giannis on the on the game, getting yeah. offensive rebounds, like take, trying to take charges. Our guy. Yeah, 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 and you got some fun, fun young guys. A lot of good passes, like you know, get Halliburton yeah. and Giddy and Lamelo out there, just running and gunning. I, I mean, another dude that Kate. deserves a shout out if we're still in rose gold hours, yeah. but uh, Dyson Daniels, like he, he's another one who I, I think it's weird, but that's going to improve his draft stock. Like he's Is actually he gone up. Yeah, he's Aussie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he was, yeah. he was, he was one of the G League guys. That, that yeah, I know he was up. one of the G League. I didn't realize he was obviously Aussie. he um. I guess it impressed the right people because, he, you know, I think he's going to be a lottery guy regardless. But, oh, cool. Um, it, 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 was, it certainly didn't hurt the stock. Yeah, for sure. So I am not aware of this guy. This guy skipped NBL to do G League as his entry well, he's in the he's playing for the G League Ignite at the moment, yeah. I mean, right. he, might, I, mm. there's, he might not declare this year. He might decide to play pro or, or whatever over here or, or where, wherever it right. is first. Sure. But... Yeah, at the moment he's playing for the G League Ignite team. Yeah, is the right. Ignite just like the like the feeder team? Because I'm pretty sure Jalen and Kaminga were on. So the Ignite uh, is uh, like it's kind of the G League's attempt at doing what the NBL has done with the Next Stars program. In that, yeah. guys can go straight from high school and play for G League Ignite, and they'll play against actual 
G League teams. It's just another team in the G League. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then if they, they like their chances and they're good enough, they can declare the following year cool. and go straight into the draft. Yeah, I, I don't think... I'm not too sure. So did Kaminga do... I, I don't know if a guy has come straight from one year of Ignite and gone straight to the NBA. I'm not too sure. I'm pretty sure that's what Jalen Green and Kaminga did, but I, I right, could, be, okay. could be wrong. Because like I know that going so, to college... So Kai Soto, who's currently playing for the 36ers in the NBL, yeah. he did he did a year at Ignite and then obviously mustn't have liked his draft chances, so he's just decided to do another year pro playing in the NBL. Yeah. Oh, sick. That's awesome. I feel like this is just going to prepare young players so much more so than even like the one-and-done college system that was pretty much everyone for the past 15 years. Uh, it's it's just having options on the table yeah. is, is the biggest thing because, like, the co- college system is still going to work for a lot of guys, but, like, it's just having other alternatives, other pathways, really, to get into the league. That's the, Having that option is, is the biggest thing, I think. Yeah, and, yeah. like, even being at the Kings game on Saturday, there was a couple of NBA prospects playing in that game too. Uh, Jalen Adams, is it? For the Kings, so Jalen Adams is no. Nah, I mean, he's. I don't think so. Like, he, he maybe, was from the NBA maybe in the sense. Well, he's played. I know he's definitely played in the G League. So the Kings have got a big Wisconsin herd G League vibe this year. Like the coaches, ex coach Jalen Adams used to play for him at Wisconsin. So they, they've definitely got a lot of that influence. Mm. So I, I mean, guys have, have definitely switched between the two. I mean, Keith Sykes on Indiana this year was uh, for Southeast Melbourne last year and has now got a guaranteed contract for, for Indiana. Obviously, he's kind of on the end of the bench, but he's had a one or two moments this year uh, for the Pacers. So, I mean, yeah, it just speaks, again, to to that sort of increasing link between the two leagues, I suppose. Yeah, because like this guy, Jalen Adams, obviously lit it up for Sydney. He was easily their best player. He's, I think I saw he was 24 or 25 now, so... This is kind of like a reclamation year for him, I guess. Um, and I can't, I can see the NBL being either a development league for youngsters to get into the NBA, like Giddy and Lamelo and all that, or guys that want to have another crack at, you know, even just being a role player. Well, yeah, like, bro. Like Jay Sean Tate is the perfect example. Perfect there. example. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, cool. Then, hey, man, yeah, yeah, yeah big, big week for a Wisconsin basketball man. Okay. Getting in fights with Juwan Howard. You see that? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> Apparently, he, like, punched no, an it wasn't assistant a punch. coach or something. It wasn't a punch. It was, like, um, so I didn't I didn't watch it, but, like, Wisconsin was beating Michigan, and then they took a timeout towards the end when it was, like, look, the game's over. Why are you, you know, why are you kind of delaying the inevitable here? Bad sportsmanship vibes. And then they're doing the handshake thing, which they do in college where they like walk in a line, you know, when you're mm. in high school, whatever, you walk in line, shake everybody's hands. And um, Juwan Howard's walking past the other coach and he grabs his arm as he's walking past. And then they get into a little, like, you, you fucking call a timeout. Well, yeah, you, 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 you're full pressing us. And then, and then everybody gets in the middle and then Juwan Howard comes in. It's, it's a slap. It's a little, it's a slap push. Okay. A, sl- a slush, if you will. And and then everybody freaked out. But anyway, Juwan Howard, five-game suspension. And what's his name? Greg Gard, I think. He got fined. And that's it. So Wisconsin. There you go. In the news. In the news. Hey? <laughs> In the news. Um, back to All-Star Weekend. After the Rising Stars game, there's All-Star Saturday. And we had 
the shooting contest, the skills challenge had a little bit of a revamp. You had the Antutakum Bros. Um, <laughs> oh, I like that, Antutakum Bros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Very dunk cool. contest, which was a bit underwhelming. We'll start at the oh. three-point shootout. So, so, the, the, so I've been to All-Star Weekend in that year where it was Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, Toronto. Oh, lucky, lucky man. Honestly, I cannot believe <laughs> my luck. Like, thank you, thank you, Dad, for having to work in Toronto during that weekend and bringing me with him. Because, like, that's apparently the death of the the dunk contest was after that. Like, that's it. You know. Well, it was uh, to me. It was dead before that, and then that they brought it back. Yeah, very briefly revived it because they were so out of this world. It's incredible. It's it's like life support again. Yeah. Um, But the best way to consume it now is afterwards on YouTube. Because yeah. I saw all of the the hate and everything about the dunk contest on Twitter and stuff, but I was like, I'm not going to watch it live. I was, you know, out, out doing things and stuff on Saturday. I watched the recap, and then I'd come home. I watched it on YouTube, ten minutes. I was like, oh, wasn't so bad. But then I listened to podcasts and stuff. There was so many missed dunks like yeah. that I yeah. that I miss, like all that shit. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I did. I enjoyed my nine minute highlight clip because it was just cool dunks but then i explore further and it's like all these missed dunks just kind of anderson was trying a dunk that he just had no chance of even dreaming of completing in the final round Obi Toppin actually looks pretty good but yeah he's an that. athletic dude but I, I don't know how they go about fixing this because like there's only so many dunks you can do you know they gotta and- they gotta get rid of it or um and Jim, I think we said something about horse earlier. Change the event yeah. to something else. I don't it think it's horse. Yeah. I think it's. I, I would get rid of it, and I'd literally have a one-on-one tournament. Yes, yes, that's, yes I literally. Yes, that's what that's, I would do. Yeah. That's the perfect option. That would be and so I mean, sick. You're still going to have the issue of you know certain guys not, I guess, making themselves available. But I think it would it would pop at least for the first time, and then depending on what happens, you, you reassess after that. But I, but I they've got to do something. They've got to change it because it's an idea yeah, like that's awesome because it doesn't even matter if the the best of the best don't want to play in the one on one comp. Not like oh, yeah, the, I don't know. Maybe you got to make the guys in the game playing, and it's like okay, if you so you know uh, Tatum starts with the ball. And it's um, it's Katie defending. If Tatum scores, he gets a point, and then Tate and Katie's off, and then next guy's on, and you get a point for every point you score. And once you lose, and you switch, you flip, and you play what you do like what? How long? Half an hour? Forty five minutes of that? Of just one on one stuff? It would be awesome. Can you imagine? It would be <laughs> the sick. highlights that we get would be it insane. It would be sick. And you, Good and you idea, can idea, Beatty. Yeah. yeah. And that, and, well, and, I, and, I agree yeah. that the I think just think the dunk the dunk contest is just tired, man. And it, it, it takes a real generational guy and like yeah. we go back to the top, like that Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine one is literally the perfect example. I think in the current game right now, like you'd probably still refer to those two guys. You know, I think Ja Morant is probably got oh some God. stuff that he could do that. But, you know, again, like whether or not he ever chooses to do it, yeah, that's the other thing. And, and, if he doesn't have three other guys that are going to push him, well, that's the other thing as well. So it's at the moment there's just, there's, I guess there's a there's a lack of of guys that would that would make a, a good show, I suppose. What mm. happened, man? Like MJ, Kobe, Vince Carter, all these it's guys a, used to do it. 
It's all been done. That's it's all. It's LeBron's like, fault. This is LeBron's fault. No, I see. I see people <laughs> yes, talk no, about that, and it's not. No, it is. It like, is. I don't think LeBron has ever been a great dunker. LeBron is like a, a power dunker. Like he's not a show dunker. Like, but M- different... MJ didn't do anything crazy. He was just you know moving the ball around. Nah, LeBron. Uh, MJ cradle. was doing some pretty. I mean, I no was one was sick. doing free throw line dunks before MJ. Like well, LeBron it's... could do that. Look, LeBron nah. could have done that. LeBron could have done that. I don't he, think MJ, it's. He does that like the reverse thing on the breakaway, man. Any reason for me to play Rafael? I, I just think that uh, the other thing as well, like I think the three-point contest is now big enough that it oh, should be so the line. It, sh- it needs to be the final event of the night. I, it kind of shits me point. in recent years that they've, they've, they've really gone down the gimmick rabbit hole with like oh, money yeah. balls and super-duper money balls. And, like, I, the Mountain Dew balls. They're like the Mountain Dew balls. I don't mind it, but it's so <laughs> hard to compare from previous eras now because like obviously they didn't have that. Only what five six years ago. We sound like it was. Bill Simmons. It's like, how, how are we going to compare? But you know, to your Larry, point, Larry though, Bird's thirty Larry, points. Larry Bird warm to, up shooting. Yeah, to, yeah exactly. How are we going to compare Towns to Bird? To your to your These point, though, I agree that the three point contest should be the centerpiece, at least until they figure out what to do with the dunk yeah. contest or if they replace it or what, because it's the only event that, ironically, outside of the skills challenge, that requires like. It's a competitive skill-based event. The dunk contest is all style and aesthetics and things like that. It's not necessarily basketball substance to it. Yeah. But the NBA three-point contest, this is finding the guy yeah. who the, you're all, you've all got the same challenge. Who's yeah. going to shoot it the best? And they, they seem to get really into it, man. Like, oh, I, I think it's great. I would, I would probably take out one to two people. Yeah. Like, do we need yeah. Luke Kennard in there? It can go a bit there? long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we just... And I, I don't know if it's they're trying to just squeeze in more commercials or whatever, but um, yeah, just just take out two guys, make it a little little snappier. Maybe you take out three guys, and make three rounds. I don't know, um, but yeah, I was I was happy happy for Towns. Patty Patty Mills didn't didn't get it done, unfortunately. <sighs> he yeah. was okay. Hey, man, that, that's what I mean. Like watching it. I don't know about you guys, but it felt to me like Paddy was really trying. Like he really, really Bro, wanted to do that. they're all trying. Bro, they all yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, sure. That's yeah. what I mean. Like that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, if and like if Steph's not in it, it's always a little like you know we we know who would win this, but um, Steph has been in it though and lost. I know, I know, but like you got to have Steph in there. He hit yeah, 16 he threes in the All-Star game. I, I also just think overarching, like, the three-point shot in NBA now is so... I mean, how many... It's, yeah. just, it's the biggest thing it's now. It's the game. Do, you, they, yeah. they just jack them up. So it's like it, you've got a, a, a contest specifically for it. Mm. At this point in time, That's that should be the headliner. Yeah. Do you, did you feel... How do you guys feel about the Towns? You know, he's just, like, pumping himself up as the... It's too much, man. The like, greatest... I, no, I don't mind it, dude. Obviously, Dirk's Dirk's there, right? But like, I feel like it's, it's still Dirk, but yeah. I I mean, I you got to like, like the confidence, and I, I think that Towns is also Towns is a, like a big big guy as well. I know Dirk's a big guy, but like he's not. I feel like Towns can sure. do it. He can do more big guy stuff if that makes sense. Not yeah, that yeah. three point shooting is ever going to be that, but at the same time, he's I think he's the preeminent dude in the league right now. It's it's just his team suck for so long that no one's taking him seriously. I, I, listen, I, I'm glad he did well, and I do think he's a fantastic player. I just wish he was a bit more self-aware, you know? Like, mm. you've made the playoffs once. 
and you're going around calling yourself the greatest shooting big man of all time. It just feels like he's grasping at straws. Like he just wants something. Like yeah. I'm this just win. thing. Just win, and you'll, it's okay, you'll have bro. It like you got so much time left. Like Dirk didn't win until late career. He's like, what's cat? Like 26, 27. Yeah. Um, on the on the skills challenge as well, like dude, again, Giddy man, like the dude is just like very skilled. He's just a good basketball player. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah, Scotty Barnes is like, who are you? Seriously? Oh, that was so. That was did, okay. The rookies pissed me off, man. Going back again to just basketball players trying to try, but also looking like they don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yeah. rookies were just looking like, oh, oh no, I have to do this. Oh <laughs> god, this sucks. Just play. I hate just do basketball. It. Just yeah. This. Oh, how dare they make me do this? Whereas the Artenakumpos, who granted not the right contest for them, um, were just trying so hard. Yeah, they wanted to win. They were trying so hard, which is my favorite thing about them. Yeah. Um, but goodness, did they not do well? And then the All Star Game itself was pretty cool. I'm. A, yeah, we've seen fun. it a couple of years now. Huge fan of this new scoring system, how to decide the winner. Like, giving us a moment, like LeBron hitting a game winner in the All-Star game in Akron. Uh, Like, that's mad. And I know you probably hated it, Jake, but that's No, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I liked it. It's just... (sighs) There was a long time where, in an All-Star game, you couldn't dream of something like that happening because it was just a blowout. I think the ELAM ending is is awesome. I, 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 as much as I don't like tampering with the rules for a lot of things, I think that they should bring it in for regular season games overtime. Like, Whoa, if, if, if a game oh, goes to overtime, okay. like, I, yeah, not for not for I a normal I game. Say but, for like, not every nah, normal game. And I've nah. seen that online today, and I'm like, that's nah. fucking crazy. The only, the only, the only, the only downside of that is that like it takes away the chance of like getting a double or a triple overtime, which when that happens, yeah. is pretty insane. Yeah, but like, it's just it. It, you can just tell, you can sense the the vibe shift in the building yeah. when it gets to the fourth quarter in the All Star game, and all of a sudden they're like, "Oh damn! Like we're gonna try now. We're gonna play some defense." Yeah, we're not I gonna just try and get Steph Curry three point shots yeah. every every, ball, every yeah. rundown. Yeah, and you know how like there's been some chatter about the mid season tournament. You know, they kind of you hear about that, uh, which I'm I'm actually I'm kind of I would be in for as long as they you know they bring down the regular season games, but that would be a great use of the elam ending so every game in that mini tournament is elam ending you know you can you completely rejigger it that way i think that would be sick i'm a big fan I, I, we said it last year like that it's changed the all-star game and they've brought new life to the three-point contest new life they've filled it with more life they've brought new life to the all-star game itself they're trying something new on the rising stars challenge once they figure out that dunk contest, it'll be a hell of a weekend. Or it already yeah. is, but like even better again, you know? 100%. And like, I will say on the game, um, even though it was just the All-Star game, Steph, man. like Yeah, he's, he's the best, isn't he? Like, it just, every you know, every time he has one of those games, I just find myself having an existential crisis about... <laughs> how someone can be that good at shooting a basketball. Like, what does he have that makes him able to do that? Because, like, Trey Young's a great shooter. Dame Lillard's a great shooter. But, like, why is Steph able to all of a sudden just hit six logo plus threes in a row? I, I, in his I, face? Like, what is it? I don't get it. I do think 
his dad being Del Curry as a kid, like, and I mean formative years, really, really young kid, Steph would have had a basketball in his hand from like one years old. Just yeah, but that's not even uncommon. if it's a little one. No, I know, but like, if your dad's in the NBA and he's got another sure. little brother that's similarly aged and they're playing against, and Del's like, a yeah, 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 like it happens. And it's obviously, a, it's it's a genetic thing, man. It, that, it that's, has to be. That's what it's saying, yeah. I, so I feel like one of my friends told me that he heard something where Steph has said that he like can feel it literally feel the ball really coming off his fingertips. And maybe it's just something like that where you can really you can really feel the ball in a certain way where you can oh that was off because my my finger was too far one way or the other or pushed too far. But it just blows my mind when I see like, him doing that. Steph grew up in a time too where like, you know, it was Shaq, it was Kobe, it was a lot of mm. ISO play, it was a totally different game. Yeah. So him being that involved in specifically shooting because his dad was a shooter from such a young age when everyone else would have been focusing on this, that, and whatever. And here we are. He's like, what, 33 now or something like that? Yeah. And you can't beat him. Um, Josh, how did you feel about Zach's first game back from this weird knee injury being in the all-star <laughs> game? Well, we, we kind of spoke of this off mic earlier. I would have preferred he didn't come back in the all-star oh, game. Man. It's not the best look. But he looked like he was having fun out there and he looked light on his feet. So as long as he's feeling good and he's up to play for Chicago next week, then I'll live with it. Yeah, look, right now it, it, you can't really judge the decision because you don't know. But if you know, yeah. in, in a week's time he's out again for a, for a knee thing, you're going to be That's like... That's it. Not, not that this would have maybe been the reason for that, but it's like, but come on. you would look like, why did you do that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and they're obviously different players. Zach's like just hitting his prime versus Kemba like two years ago, where, um, you know, that was the beginning of the end, and Nick Nurse is a sworn enemy forever because of <laughs> making him go over his minutes limit. Setting the Celtics back a year and a half. Do you, do you reckon like full conspiracy level here? Was that was that really something that? Derail no, that that moment. Did it derail Kemba's career? No, yeah, it was like it's it's like a clear inflection point from, and it may have just been that way anyway. But it was like okay, he's on this minutes restriction, coming back from the injury, goes over the minutes restriction because Nick Nurse plays all the guys extra minutes, and then Kemba breaks down in the playoffs. The Celtics don't go to the finals, and that's it. Well, I guess we'll never know. But the the fact that that is a moment that happened and everything we know that pre- preceded and followed that moment. Against Nick Nurse in the yeah. semifinals. <laughs> yeah, not a good look. Maybe, yeah, maybe he was he was thinking the long game. I he hate getting... him. <laughs> He's a very good coach. I know, but remember, then in game, was it six? He was on the court and then... The Celtics passed him the ball in the corner, and he's like standing up. Anyway, moving on. Um, not a fan. Well, that was kind of that was that's All Star Weekend. It was it was pretty cool that we had a hell of a lot of moments, all this kind of stuff. I guess because there's not a hell of a lot of NBA this week, we don't have heaps and heaps to talk about. But last couple of things we oh. can chat through before Mate. we wrap up. We got drama. Oh yeah, we got drama. Zion apparently is, and this is JJ Reddick's words, not mine, wrong podcast to be starting slander. He said that he's just not a very good teammate. He's very absent. He doesn't really care about his team or his teammates. 
it's not good considering it's, like we haven't really heard from the guy full stop. It's pretty damning, JJ Reddick. Like mm. he's a pretty reputable guy. I think a lot of people take I, KJ for his word and stuff, and like I do. Yeah. Yeah, like especially in the past year, maybe I feel like JJ Reddick has earned himself a lot of clout from like mm. interviews and his opinions on things. His podcast like, is good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's he's clearly not mincing his words. He's being real honest about it. But I don't know, like he full called out his conditioning and all this which we know, but now that we have this reputable teammate saying all this stuff, what do we reckon? Like what's the go here? I think go another on, part on, of it though, like I mean, the guy is, what, in his third year. I think there's an aspect of it that he probably just doesn't want to be in New Orleans, and that that part of it sucks for the Pelicans, and I don't know how they can try and manage that or turn that around. But, I mean, yeah, it's you don't really disagree with anything that JJ said on, on face value, but it, it just sucks for the Pelicans. Like, how are they going to yeah. – this is their, their franchise guy, and they're, they're all in on this guy, and we've barely seen him play in three years. Yeah. Man, it's even bullshit. The, the – Last season when he had that, I think he averaged 27 points and six rebounds or Pro. something. On like How many games did he play? percent true shooting. Yeah, oh, I don't know, like 50, 60. That's pretty much it, isn't it? Like that's his career so that's far. True. Yeah, yeah, I saw some stat where uh, Greg Oden's first three years, he played 80-something yeah. games and Zion's mm. right around that, there as he's well. He's at yeah. 85 right now. Yeah. yeah, which, I mean, if you ask any Blazers fan, like that is, if that's... That, and that well and truly could happen for Zion, and that's a horrific timeline if, if that's the case. Hopefully it's not. But I don't know. I just think that he just doesn't want to be in New Orleans, and that, that's, the, that's the sucky part for the Pelicans because it's like this. Yeah. How, do you, what, how do you salvage that? I'm, I think I'm with you here on this one, Beatty. Like clearly the guy's been having injury issues and conditioning issues and all this kind of stuff. But at what point do you just got to look back at the player and be like, well, what are you doing to help this? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I think he he also strikes me as one of these guys who's probably dominated the whole way through high school, college. Oh, my God, yeah. Just physically. Ben Simmons vibes, you reckon? Yeah, a little bit. And then you don't ever really have to develop the mentality when you're just cruising on your physicals. And you can get to the league, and that's sweet, and he can still dominate the league with the physicals because he's he's that, that good. But at the same time, if you can't get on the court because you're not healthy, well, now you're not dominating anyone. And if he doesn't have the mindset to, to do the work and to do the rehab and do what he needs to do to get healthy and get fit, then he's just going to piss away his career. And, and I know it's still kind of early in the bigger picture of things, and hopefully that's not the case. But, yeah, it's you're definitely concerned, right, if you're a Pelicans fan. Well, even for him, like this is his third year, as we've made clear, in – a year's time, he's going to be entering his contract year on his rookie deal. That's a big deal. You know, you want to make a big contract for your next contract. And he's not played basketball. Like, and, is, but this is, is someone... And, and this is the shitty thing because the Pelicans, they got no choice. They have to, they have to give they him whatever it. they... Yeah, they got to offer it, right? They have to. Without knowing where he's at mentally, what he... Like, they have to. This, yeah, this, yeah, you yeah. can't just let Zion go. No. Well, it, well, yeah. No, go on, Jake. Sorry. Well, well he, I saw... I don't know you have no idea what's happening right now because you you hear a different story every day about what's happening with Zion. But um, I saw something today like he you know he might consider taking the qualifying offer, you know, <sighs> which and how how could he do that if you're a guy that you're worried about becoming Greg Oden from injury perspective? 
is not going to sign the $150 million plus contract. But that tells that tells me that he's not worried. That no, tells what, me... Well, he, he just might sit out another year and then just then sign in for agency as a, a, a full max with whoever. And then they're taking the risk in New York or whatever. Man, if you're the Pelicans, you've got to seriously consider it a sign and trade. Like, you have to. Like, I don't you, know. Like, you can't sign and trade Zion. That, you that's can. nuts. You just... How is that nuts, bro? Some, this, I saw this, today... Someone this say, guy's like, like you, yeah, no, you go. W- would you trade Jalen for Zion? I'm like, in what world would I trade a dude that may never play again another game of basketball for all star level player? Yeah, no, and it was you. it's kind of polarizing opinion. Like some people are like, no, you take the risk because this guy has a chance to be like Shaq and but smaller. Or yeah, I, I don't know. Like I. I'd... I think he has to be honest with himself and where he wants to play because if, if that's if that's kind of what it is and it's more he's selective about what market he wants to be in, well, then, yeah, it's no point in 29 other teams or 28, whatever whatever markets are acceptable to him. It's no point in them even trying them. There's no point in them wasting their resources to, yeah. to try and go get him. So, I mean, it, I don't know. For me, it's more just like I just, it just sucks for the New Orleans because this is a mm-hmm. team that, you know, since they've been there, they've had seven years of Anthony Davis and they lost him. And then yeah. they're trying to rebuild again now. And they've got, you know, probably the most hyped prospect since LeBron. And yeah, would no, since AD. yeah, yeah. So like, how do we, how do, what, what do we do with this? Like, if this is, this is like, this is where it's so difficult for these, these markets that just can't, like, not everyone's Giannis, right? Not everyone's just yeah. happy to, to be in the, the shitty small, small market in the Midwest and or wherever it is and yeah. and turn into is, a legend. Yeah. Like it's it sucks, dude. It sucks for the this, this is this is this is the first this is the first of its kind though. A dude just finishing his third his second season and is like trying to get out. Well uh, uh, Liz, before we can't definitely say he's trying to get out because he might not be. Like for all we know he's just like shy and doesn't mm. message people like i don't know it, man I've, I've, surely we've learned by now when there's smoke there's fire i yeah that's what i'm worried about like we were speaking the other week about the ben's precedent and yeah. players being able to force their way to wherever they want now and like if if this would be a spectacular precedent in that this is a prospect that you've drafted the most high Hyped prospect in the land. I do think since LeBron, because I was in high school when I first started hearing about Zion, and yeah, you guys see this it, kid that can dump dunk the fourteen-year-old Instagram page. Like yeah, this yeah, dude, yeah. So sure. like this guy gets drafted by a team who's mortgaged their whole future to go get him, and then what? He just doesn't train, doesn't want to play, wants to move elsewhere. Like, how is any team meant to do anything then? The- the good news is with New Orleans, they haven't really mortgaged anything. They've actually got a great war chest of assets. And maybe, this is probably potentially a good segue, the solution is you sign and trade Zion for LeBron. You know, you know, who's, you know who's trying to get out. <laughs> All right, hit it, go. We, we've, we've just ragged on Zion. Well, I would never rag on LeBron. You know that. But... He's trying to he's trying to do it again. He's trying he's, to weasel his way he's out. He's trying to get out one more time. And it's his fault. 
It's his predicament. fault, but like he's not going to have to bear any of the blame because he'll well he'll bear the blame, but he won't have to suffer through the consequences because he'll be long gone by that. Point. I'm really torn because on one hand, LeBron forces his way out, turns the Lakers into just a wasteland of a franchise until 2027, which was just <laughs> which would be music to your ears. Oh of my course. god, can you imagine? And then on the other hand, you know, he leaves, he turns a whole Laker nation against him. Almost solidifying Jordan as the goat, but on, yeah, and on, and on the third hand, we got a three-handed problem here. He comes back to Cleveland, which seems like the most <laughs> likely option here. I don't think the New Orleans thing is realistic, but he comes back to Cleveland now. It's going to be for fucking like Kevin Love and Colin Sexton and like a bunch of picks, and all of a sudden it's going to be LeBron, Garland, Allen, and this Mobley Twilight LeBron thing, which is terrifying to me. I'm not sure which one. I prefer. I honestly, Jake, from your perspective, I think you want him to stay in LA. It's right. You know what I'm saying? Though? Like, you know, from oh, your perspective, he's more harmless there because right? their team sucks. And like, oh no, the Lakers would get way more than Kevin Love and Colin Sexton and picks. I'm like, would they? Nah, probably not for a 38 year old. Would they get Even that if much? It is LeBron on one year left. Because LeBron in Cleveland, that's a big problem for the Celtics. And if that's yeah. how you're looking at this, I yes. don't think you want that. I think yes, you'd rather is. him in LA. And then, you know, if he stays there another year or two and it still doesn't work out, then they're in the same problem, aren't they? Exactly. Exactly. So, Beatty, our um, resident... I, I don't... LeBron I think team. that's just speculating. Dude, he's got, <laughs> he's got another year in the Lakers. He's not getting yeah, traded. So. He'll walk yeah. in free agency. I have no doubt that he was, he's going to explore every option in free agency, but I don't think he's going to get traded. But why would they not trade him then? Well, like that. I yeah, think okay. the why would you not trade? Why would you trade the best guy in the world? Because if you know I, he's going to leave, and you've got but you no don't tra- know he's going to leave, and he's oh, you know 39 he's going to by that point. Come on, like, man! I, you I know he's going to leave. I don't think it's that cutthroat that they would do that. I he's really already don't. said that he wants to retire with Bronny, so you know he's fucking. Yeah, but even then, point. like, what is that even like that? Nobody knows if Bronny's even going to make the league. Oh, yeah, I, I actually like, think. All that is just posturing to get Bronny drafted. I don't reckon it's. Oh, yeah, threat. that's for sure yeah. to an extent, and it's going to work. Like it, it yeah, probably because, will like, work. You'll, yeah. you'll draft Bronny to get his dad. Yeah. So. So you didn't I mean, see the the Brian Windhorst story then? The LeBron James may have to. The Lakers may have to trade LeBron James this summer. The whisperer, the LeBron James whisperer himself, Brian Windhorst. He's never wrong. I just, I just, I mean, I, I'd be all for it if it happened, but like, I don't, I just don't. It, it's, it's unprecedented for a guy at that point to be traded. Like, when does that happen? But he is like, unprecedented. It never, it's, yeah, but everything he does is unprecedented. A top That's five like, guy in the league to get, like, I mean, I obviously we've just had a big trade with Harden and Simmons, but neither of those guys no, are, no. are LeBron level. Like, it's no, not. No, no. It's another stratosphere. So it's, yeah. it just never happens. It's, it's, it's that would. It would blow my mind if that if it did happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine we we have the story of LeBron James being traded? I just he's like, not why? been traded before. If you're if you're the Cavs, why do it? Why not just wait a year and get him in free agency? Because you, you won't be. I mean, it might, I think it's gonna be more difficult to bring him into cap space. To just you trade him for fucking Kevin Love. Well, I mean, that's if the Lakers <laughs> are happy. I don't know. So why the would the Lakers, Lakers really... want that? Like, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Love and Colin Sexton and all of their picks. Che Osman. Nah. Who else is on there? You get get him some Macoro. 
I hear you. There's a package there. I I don't. I if I'm the Cavs and you're, I mean, you you you've kind of got the leverage. If if that's, I don't think you need to give up anything. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, the the Lakers are in such a low leverage position here. I don't think they can ask anything of anyone. They just got to take the package that's the best one that they're offered. Correct. And but like then you've got LeBron and Clutch being like, trade for me. Sure, but I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not coming. I'm not gonna play. You just. Right. You just. You know. I, I would be more surprised. I just looked for the. For, I just looked for it on Sportsbet. I want to bet on this. I'd be more surprised if he's on the Lakers next year, assuming there's no turnaround. Like if Anthony Davis comes back healthy, which maybe is a good, another good segue. I'm on fire with these, um, and they make a playoff push. But fuck, bro, they're the nine seed. Anthony Davis for Zion. <laughs> and around and around we go. Oh uh, well, anyway, fellas, that's kind of all I got to talk about this week. Do you have any any closing thoughts? Um, oh, AD's oh, out oh. again. Sorry, CP. I was say AD and CP's injuries. Yeah, that's very the CP gutting. one will be interesting, man. Like I don't know how. Mm. I mean, what that's like a six week injury or something. So mm. yeah. Phoenix have been okay with their injuries. So this is going to be a, a bit of a test for them. Well, oh, yeah. they've got a, a padded enough lead at the yeah. top of the West that oh, they might sure. be able to hang on to first place. Um, yeah. It's just more concerning, is Chris Paul going to be good in the playoffs? You know, like, is he still yeah. going to have this broken thumb? Oh, and I mean, I, th- I think they were on pace for almost an all-time season. I'm not yeah. saying they're going to do a 73-9 and because they're not going to oh, do bro. that. But, like, they're, they're not far off. Like 48-10? and 10? Yeah, yeah. It's absurd. Yeah. yeah. It's like a... Um, bad at maths, but it's so, good. So in a way, I don't know. Maybe it's a blessing because they're, they're not going to be, be as worried about the regular season record, and and they'll just sort of nurse him back to health, and they'll worry about the playoffs when when it comes around. I think with him healthy, they would have just cruised to the one seed, and they would have like started to taper it down. But yeah, I've definitely seen Suns Twitter spinning this in a positive way, where you've got Chris Paul. At least he's going to be healthy. Body-wise, it's his left hand, mm. you know, so you feel good about that. Um, six-week rest. Six-week rest, you know, you know he's going to keep in good shape on that plant-based life, you know. Um, and then you're getting reps in, in more expanded roles for the rest of the guys. Bridges, Booker, obviously the main one being... It's going to be kind of fun to see Booker in, in that role, like mm. more Helios. Yeah, they'd never go too Helio-centric in Phoenix because they like to spread around, but... Um, it's gonna be good for him to get those reps, and he got a little, a few of them last playoff run as well. But and then Bridges and Cam Johnson. Um, I think they're gonna end up hanging on to it because I don't see the Warriors going pedal to the metal to get the one seed either. I also saw the Warriors have, I think, the third toughest schedule okay. here on out, and Draymond hasn't come yeah, back as yet. As long as Stray's out, it's yeah. yeah. And I mean, they they were limping into the All Star break. Uh, if yeah. anything, Steph Curry, this All Star game is going to play him into form because now yeah. he, he knows what it feels like for the ball to go through again, and now he might shoot lights out for the next Does couple it? of weeks. Yeah. Um, I actually just lied as well, fellas. I do have one more thing to bring up. I wanted to get Beatty's opinion on his man Goran Dragic signing for <laughs> his team, the Brooklyn Nets. This is a classic yeah, I, I don't mind it. I think it's a it's a good pickup. It's going to help in the time between now and whenever Ben and, and KD get right. But even then, you know, I don't think Ben and KD are 
too far away. Like it's it's probably only I think Sean Marks came out yesterday or today. Like it might only be another ten days or two weeks or something. So I don't, I'm not too sure how many games fall in that period, but they're they're in the plane right now, and I don't really see them dropping any lower. So it's it's kind of just you know when those guys get back and hopefully they can get some chemistry going and and, and get some wins. But I mean Dragic is a good player. He's a vet. He's going to help that squad. For sure. I love it. I see him having like maybe not quite a Paddy Mills level impact, but he'll have a, a good impact. Like, oh, dude, the guy, the guy's a, an assassin. Considering you don't have Kyrie for half the games, like it's yeah, they just need bodies, right? And if the body is a guy that's got a decade plus of NBA experience, and you know he's played in the finals, he's played playoff games, like he's a he's a he's a vet in every sense of the word. Mm. He's going to help them. There's no doubt about that. This Nets team is the most hypothetical, theoretical team of all time. We haven't seen Dragic play in what feels like two years. Ben Simmons has never played basketball as far as I'm concerned at this point. Uh, to your point, Jake, I feel like the Nets have been a theory for three years. Bro, Kyrie is playing half the game still. We haven't got the mandate changed. KD's coming back sometime. And now listen to this schedule coming out of the break. Celtics, Bucks, Raptors, Raptors, Heat. Celtics, Hornets, Sixers, Knicks. There you go. Easy one against the Magic. Mavs, Blazers, Jazz, Grizzlies, Heat, Hornets, Pistons, Bucks, Hawks, Rockets, Knicks, Cavs, Pacers. There's like three easy games in there. That's a murderous row. But you know what? For a team that's barely played at all together and want to make the playoffs, maybe versing a bunch of tough teams is just what they need. Yeah, good way to drop out of the playoff game. Like, picture frame they're not gonna i mean look at the teams below them like it's not realistically that's not they're fine they i have no that well i'm not my my issue is kd if kd comes back and he looks healthy and he looks sweet then i'm I'm all on board yeah yeah that's my biggest thing and then anything on on top of that what ben looks like you know i mean in that sense goran's not even a factor at that point he's just on the bench who can give you 10 minutes or something just and i mean Like I, I just I think they'll be fine. I'm I'm still not super concerned. I mean, it sucks if they if they don't get out of the play in. That's extra games. It's extra minutes that they have to play. And the Kyrie thing is obviously a, a whole different kettle of fish. But I just think that if they can weather this next you know period without KD and 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 hope. For, I mean, they're going to lose if they don't have KD and they don't have Ben. They're going to yeah. lose games. I, I don't yeah, really and then see Kyrie's them missing. Yeah, particularly when you rattle off that that list of games and it's like. I, I just don't see them winning when, you know, their best player is Seth Curry right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, exactly. until, until that changes, yeah, that it's going to be you're, you're gritting your teeth and hoping that it's it's a shorter period of time rather than a longer period of time. Yeah, let's hope Ben's happy. Get back on that court. Yeah. Yeah, and man, Curry's playing half of these games. Like, <laughs> anyway, fellas, this time for real, I actually don't have any more to talk about. Very good. Um, we can probably wrap it up there. Yeah. You've been tuned in to Backdoor Cut. And until next week, peace.